We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to the Purple Talk podcast on NBC Sports California, brought to you by Wendy's. I am James Ham, and joining me as always, Mr. Doug Christie. We've revamped everything. The Purple Talk podcast is your new source for Kings information. This week, we have brought in a stellar guest, the starting point guard for the Sacramento Kings, Mr. De'Aaron Fox. He's going to talk about all kinds of good stuff, Buddy Hield's contract, what his expectations are for the 2019-20 season, his new adventure into fatherhood, and of course his love for the Baconator. Let's jump right into the conversation with De'Aaron Fox. All right, welcome to the first edition of the Purple Talk podcast. Hey, Purple this Talk. Is, it's a little different. I didn't know what it was called. Purple uh, Talk. They, they changed the name, so <laughs> th- this is new, new. <laughs> Normally, it's the Kings Insider Podcast, brought ah. to you by Wendy's. Now, it's the Purple Talk Podcast, brought to you by Wendy's. Are you a Wendy's guy? I do like Wendy's. Yeah. Dude. I only get the double Baconator. Um, what about the Frosty? Do you, do you dip get your the fries in the Frosty? Yeah. Oh, I know people that do it, but I don't do it. Yeah. The fries are fire, though. The fries are yeah. good. I, I and then, have, have you had the strawberry lemonade? No. It's elite. Is it? It's elite. Really? Their strawberry lemonade is elite. I went to Roscoe's with uh, Jason Jones and Sam Amick. Chicken and, and waffles? Cunningham. Chicken and waffles. But I got, like, some sort of uh, lemonade drink there. Sunrise? I swear I instantly got diabetes. Like, it was <laughs> They it have was that at, uh, what's it called, at Chicken and Waffles here. Do they? Yeah. Have you been to Chicken and Waffles? In, uh, in the Thomas? Uh-uh. I don't live in the Thomas, but... It's good? Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. It's okay. fine. It's, it's so full. Man, this town has changed it's so, so much, man. When I first got here, Webb Crazy, like, it would have been right by the arena. 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 Yeah. No doubt. Okay. And now we got MLS. That's the big news yeah. on Monday. Yeah, the, the soccer team. You do soccer up. at all? Uh, I don't watch soccer too much. But you know... You ever uh, play? Nah. I used to play in, like, PE. Okay. I mean, because um, you know, Iway, you know, one of our trainers. Yeah, yeah. He's the head guy there. So. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be right. the trainer at the Seattle Sounders. Mm-hmm. So that, that piece of equipment that I got, he got introduced to it by my partner in Seattle. So, 
Yeah, he's everybody a, connected, man. Yeah, no doubt. Six <laughs> degrees of separation. Doug man. is connected. If, if you don't know, he he has a. It's called Rebar. It's yeah. a workout machine. And yeah, yeah. you got you a know. workout machine? Yeah. That's what's in that bag. What bag? That I always carry on my back on the trips. Oh. And it says Rebar. That long. That's how bag. you get your workout. Yeah. I didn't know Doug, what was in that bag. Doug keeps, I mean, look at him. Trying, he, he keeps hey, him trying to keep. I didn't know what was in that bag. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we're. We're a couple of days away from uh, the, the Sacramento Kings 2019-20 yes. season. And the news really of the week is is not just opening week, but it's Buddy Heal. Uh, your backcourt mate just signed a very lucrative contract. It's very good for Buddy. Uh, $86 million over four years. It means he's going to be here for the next five years. Um, what are your, just your initial thoughts? I mean, you got to be excited. Oh, for sure. I saw it on the way to practice today. Like, I was in the car driving practice. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously it's great just knowing that we'll have a guy around. Uh, so were you like auto that. driving? Nah, I wasn't okay. in the Tesla. Okay, I wasn't in the Tesla. All right, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was looking. At, <laughs> I was looking at my phone while I was driving. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, I mean it's great. You know, just knowing that he'll be here, um, just give him stability. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a great feeling just knowing you know we could be together you know for another five six years. So. You know, so when when we were together, it was uh, Webb came up for a contract, uh, Vladi came up for a contract, and then it was me and Bobby. And part of the biggest thing was the ability to keep us all together. How how did that play into your mind as you saw that all? Because you know you got Bogdan coming up, and you and Marvin trying to keep that core together. How big is that to you? Uh, I mean, it's extremely big. Just looking at the teams that win, you know, nowadays, most of the time, it's teams that have been together for a while. Mm. So. Um, it was just teams that were who started off young, yep. obviously, you know, play their way into the playoffs. And as they got older, you know, they start becoming title contenders. So just knowing that we're on that slope, we're on that. Uh, Absolutely. It, it, obviously, it's a process going through it. And, you know, we feel like we're on the right track. So, um, I mean, just knowing that we all want to stay together just because we know that that's you know, probably our best opportunities to win if, we're, if we were able to stick together and become and, and grow older together. So, you know, it's something that we all look at and, you know, want to continue this going, want to yeah. keep this going. When you see Buddy talking to the media during that process, it's just like, you know, I'm just going to let you do your thing. You are right, a dog? I, I do. I have, uh, I have a golden and I also yeah. have a pug and they both shed. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all over. It, yeah. <laughs> I try. I try. But um, when you're looking at the way, like, it plays out, I mean, your turn is coming and you, you have to know like okay sometimes it can get ugly sometimes it, it can go smooth but that's his business right and you got your business yeah, coming for up for sure and, uh i mean i won't talk to me the way he was talking to him <laughs> 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 uh, I don't i'm glad I'm, you said it i won't do that but uh i mean obviously you know at the end of the day we know it's a business uh and to each his own uh, i mean like i said i won't speak on his because that's his i don't know what's going on in the meeting but um, I don't know. I haven't been through it yet. So, but I know I won't talk to me like that. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you right, that. Gotcha. <laughs> I'll tell you that. You're just gonna walk in with like Max <laughs> Money and walk out, right? Just like there's my teacher there. Max Money. I don't know how it's gonna go. How do, how do go you down. guys uh, internalize that type of stuff? Because a lot of times, like the other day, I know buddy missed the shot, and it was pretty funny uh, from, from my understanding. A lot of times when we had that, we joke with each other. Do, do you? Is it the elephant in the room? Oh, no. I mean, like, it's, man, when they were going through it, like, we didn't, obviously, you know, he talked about it a little bit, but, like, there was no animosity. There was yeah. no, like, even if he's in the room, like, there wasn't any tension. tension. Like, it was still the same. Yeah. So, whatever was going on was behind closed doors, whatever they were doing. So, That's like, good. it wasn't, we didn't feel any of that. Yeah. He, like I said, he comes out here, he's still the same, you know, goofy dude that likes to play around. <laughs> 
but obviously I guess when they got in the con when they got in the in the office it was it was all business, you know. But last, man, it was it was the same. It was the same, uh, you know, out here on the court and you know in the weight room and the training room, just being around each other. You know, as as you come into what I, I consider like that elite status, because that's that, that's where I've always said, and people, you know, I had people say, "Ah, oh, you don't know what you're talking about." I'm like, "Look, I'm trying to tell you, your next evolution as a player in your mind." Because I said some things, but I want to see where you at. Your next evolution is where? Um, I mean, obviously, I think it's becoming an, uh, a consistent shooter. I mean, with the way that we play and the way that you know my skill set, you know, fits is I'll get anywhere I want. You mm-hmm. know, I'll get to the basket. I'll get to the free throw line. Um, obviously, it's about putting shot, uh, you know, putting the ball in the basket at a at more of an efficient rate. And then I think it's being able to control the game on both ends of the court. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that you know not too many, I think, point guards in the league are able to do it on both ends. Obviously, you know, the top guards can do it on the offensive end, but I think when you're able to do it, you know, on both ends of the court, where you're able to, you know, in the NBA, it's hard to shut, to shut people down. Yeah. You know, guys are too good offensively, yeah, they are. so. If you're just able to corral guys, just make them make tough shots, make them work right. while they're on offense. Yes. They're not trying to guard you on the other end. So I think just being able to control it, you yeah. know, on both ends of the court is, is, is I think, my next step. Yeah. We've got Chris Gaston, your, uh, your guy out there. He's telling Zach Lowe you're going for 23, 24 points a game. Um, what is it that you like? Where are you comfortable? What, what type of player do you want to be? Do you want to be that? Do you want to be the more facilitator type player that you know a 2010 but uh you know more of an assist guy what is it that you you envision yourself as i mean i think i'm able to do both um like i said the way that we play like we're getting up and down the court we're 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 trying to create as many possessions as possible so i mean we've seen we've seen games you know last year where it was like 27 and 12 or Mm -hmm. 30 and 15 and then um, a couple 25 and 10s, 20, 28 and 11. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we know it's possible. Obviously, you know, you want to be able to become, you want to be able to do that on a more consistent basis. But, you know, those games weren't games that I was just going out like, I want to get 30 and 10 or I want to get 25 and 12. Mm-hmm. They were just games I was playing, playing in the flow. And obviously, you know, shots, I made shots. Yep. I got to the free throw line, you know, those games. There was always, there was always something, you know, that consistently happened in the, in the games that I would look at, I would watch it. Like, you know, what did I do this game? that I didn't do in a game where I had, you know, 11 and 8. Like, what right. was, you know, what was the difference? What's the difference? And, you know, it kind of just came up to making shots, getting to the free throw line. And I think when, when, when that happens, that just makes teams collapse. And, you know, I've never been a selfish guy. So if, if right. I see someone open, I'm going to throw it to them. Absolutely. If they collapse even a little bit, I'm going to pass it. So I just think that, you know, those things are something that I have to become, be able to do consistently. One of the biggest areas that, that I see as I've watched teams evolve and players evolve is your ability to be a court leader, meaning a couple of times up and down the court, Marvin ain't got a shot, but, mm-hmm. but he, and seeing that in understanding time and score, and because part of the reason why I thought that if I was picking, I would have picked you number one is that your position is the hardest position mm-hmm. in the, to play. And the fact that you play on both ends, in my opinion, makes you elite. So now to evolve into a court general how do you see that kind of taking shape man that's that, that's probably the hardest thing you know you're trying to keep everybody happy mm-hmm. and at the same time you know you still have to right you know try to get try to get your shots but um like you said i mean there are times where you know harrison you know hadn't touched the ball in a, in a while so they'll i'll just call like a post-up play for him yeah um 
it, it's a hard thing to do. It's, yeah. It is it's definitely a hard thing to do because everybody's going to feel like they deserve this many shots, that many <laughs> shots. And it's like, well, sometimes it's like, well, you got to go get off the rebound. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. do it all. But um, that's, that's definitely a hard thing, you yeah. know, just trying to keep all four guys, you know, on the court happy because everybody can't. Eat you, the same way. Do you feel a recipe of winning while you're doing that? Because some nights it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like some nights, Vlade was rolling. Yeah. Okay, well, see, Web, not tonight. Mm-hmm. Because we're trying to win. Do, do you feel that recipe in during the for, game? For sure. Like there are, there are times where Marvin, like uh, in Utah in yeah. the preseason, uh-huh. it was time. Marv had like the first five or six, and we threw it to him. And he hesitated, looking to pat, looking to like do a DHO. Right. I'm like, bro, you just scored five, six, like five or six points in a row. Go. Shoot the ball again. Like, right. If anybody over here says anything, I'll say something. Yeah. Like, shoot it again, bro. Like, no one's gonna tell, especially if you're if you got it rolling. Right. Nobody, oh, nobody on this bench is gonna say anything. Even if you take a bad shot, like you're like you're hot. You you saw the ball go through the net, so you you get an opportunity see, to to do a heat check. See, that evolution is exactly what I mean. Like when you say, if someone says something, I'll say something. You comfortable there now? Yeah, for sure. But it's like if you're like if, if someone says anything, then you're like, oh, yo, if you're hot, you would take the same. Like you yeah, would absolutely. take that shot. So right, right. We should all be comfortable with him taking that shot. So yeah. I'm like, yo, don't, don't. You just made you and he had just made a three. Yes. I'm like, yo, shoot I it remember. again. Like, yeah. Let it go. So that's that's kind of where I am with that's it. Like, all. I'm always I'm always feed the hot guy. Absolutely. And when guys get it rolling, you keep going to them. You yeah. you you go to them until they stop it. So that's facts. But I think I've been like that since high school. Like, if I've had a teammate that's got it going, like, I'm talking, I'm talking trash for him. I've seen your high school tapes. It was usually you. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, more of my senior, my senior ones. But I'm I had just a, saying. Now, right. I had a guy, uh, Nick Gar, who went to Lamar. Uh, he oh, was okay. a year over me, so I didn't play on oh, my okay. senior year. But, like, when he get hot, it's like, we okay. all talking trash for him. Yeah. Like, shoot it again, shoot it again. Yeah. We... But that's, I think that's, that's just being a good teammate. Absolutely. I think even, I think even bad teammates do that. Like yeah. if someone gets hot, I think even they kind of yeah. start rooting for well, you. I don't know. Bad. We've, we've seen bet. some of that hiding behind the scenes <laughs> in the past. <laughs> there may have been somebody who did not have that idea here before. Uh, just say, you know, but uh, I, it feels like to me, like you and I talked about this the other day. Um, you're finding your voice. Like when you were a 19 year old kid coming in, um, you had George Hill, you had Zebo, you had all these guys around you. It seems like this year, uh, even with the media, you're, you're just kind of putting yourself out there, your personality more. Uh, do you feel that, that you're just getting maybe more comfortable in the league and more ready to, like, rise up to where you should be as the leader of this team? Yeah, I mean, like, coming in, I didn't have much to say. I didn't know what's going on. Like, it's Definitely. totally different. Um, so, you know, I have my, I just let my vets, you know, do, ooh, I let my vets do all that. And, um, you know, I think it takes a while, you know, once you kind of get your feet wet and just get comfortable, I feel like that that's when, you know, you see guys start to branch out a little bit. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. It takes a second to find that voice. Um, Plus yeah, you start talking and you'd be out the league like that. Yeah, this so. is true. <laughs> I've seen that happen too. Um, so you got a new coaching staff. Um, yeah, I've just from the little bit that I've seen, I, I'm really impressed with Luke and how his process and how he goes about his business. Your early impressions of, of Luke? Man, I think the entire staff has been great. Um, just coaches that they've brought, and I think the, the the thing is, is they communicate so well. Mm. You know, all of them with you know Luke, Jesse, Bob, um, you know Igor, Rob. Like they, everybody does a great job at, with communicating. You know, letting you know what they want and you know how they feel about everything. So yeah. I think that just like 
it just raised everybody, I guess, you know, respect level. Because it's like if you can voice, you know, exactly what you want or voice your opinion, voice your emotion, I think everybody are able to, to you know, take that account. Because then, you right. know, as a player, you can go, you know, you can talk to a coach that, you know, is able to talk to you and they will you yes. know, to communicate with you. So I think that, you know, alone in their first however many months they've been here has definitely been great. Yeah, except for Bobby. Except for Bobby. Except for you, Bobby. No, nah, I didn't say Bobby. I said Bob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you see uh, your franchise really build a team around you, what is that? Like, you've got to see it. Like, I mean, they're spreading the floor. They're bringing in specific guys to fit your skill set. What goes through your head when you're like, oh, man. Like, I, I guess they, they think highly of me, but, I mean, they also the pressure's on you. You're now the head of the snake. You're the guy who has to do it. Yeah, I mean, um, it's like just growing up, you kind of would want, obviously want to be in that position, but like, oh, that might not happen. Like, There's a lot of guys out there. It's a lot of great right. basketball players in the world. But, you know, I definitely see it. I mean, but we got guys that can create their own shot as well, you know, at the, at the same time. But the way that we play, you know, getting up and down the court, I think it's been easier for me to create for others rather than, you know, creating your own shot and, you know, end up with a fadeaway or, or something like that. But, I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it's been easy, but I think that we kind of enjoy playing that way. I think, you know, I, I just try to make the game as easy as possible for everybody else. Yeah. You know, I try to get guys open shots, and if they got, if their man doesn't help, then mm-hmm. I'm just going to shoot layups. And they'll be like, man, keep shooting layups. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to do it until, until <laughs> your guy starts, you know, starts, starts playing honest. And um, I think everybody's bought into it. I think everybody's bought into playing that way. You played with Popovich, Team USA, and that mm-hmm. was a message from him too. Like, I want you to attack the rim every single time what was that experience like and just hearing learning from that voice someone mm-hmm. different man it was great uh i had a great time there um you know i enjoyed it I, I enjoyed playing with those guys i enjoyed you know just being around all those coaches i mean coach Wright, um coach kerr mm-hmm. coach pop um it was man it was it was phenomenal just the way that they that the way that they that they wanted me to play the way that they saw the, you know what they thought of me basically mm-hmm. You know, they knew I could get in the paint. They, they knew I could create for guys because usually going into that, you know, with, with a team that's going to be good, you know everybody on that team creates for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not a problem for a lot of guys in the NBA. It's, the problem is, you know, having someone that can create for others. And, you know, that was, that was what they wanted me to do. And I feel like, you know, I was, I was best suited for it. When I look at the Sacramento Kings team, um, too deep at every position. I've been to some practice. Sometimes the second unit beats the first unit. We had the same thing with Bobby and Hito and Scott and all those guys. And if we didn't come to play, they'd beat us. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I think that's a positive. You look at that in that com- competition level in practice. How do you view that? Man, it's been great. Like, we they've beat us more times than we beat them. That's and good. we've gone out into games and we jump, we've jumped on teams in the preseason. Yeah. It's like we've, you know, we're used to this. It's yeah. like, it's kind of a little bit easier going into the games. Obviously, you know, we haven't played the top teams yet, but right. I still think that making it, that it being that tough in practice makes it a lot easier to, to go in the game. And I was like, you know, we're playing against other guys, and I was like, we can't let them beat us. Right. So um, just us being able to go at each other with that many players in, on, the, in, on the practice court is phenomenal. I agree. Like, it, it makes everybody better. Yeah. So we're, we're able to go in those games, and like, yo, we're, we're going to jump in them quick. Right. And then – Knowing that we have, you know, a bench unit that can sustain a lead, take a lead back, or even, you know, um, you know, grow a lead. You know, we, we, we have trust in, in every guy that steps on the court. When you're stepping on the court this season, you talked about the good teams that you're going to face. 
where are you guys at in that? Because, I mean, the Western Conference got more difficult, but you guys also shored up a lot of holes. Uh, you've gotten a year older. You know, the young core is growing into who they're going to be as NBA players. So where do you kind of see you guys in the in sort of the hierarchy of the Western Conference? I mean, I think we're in a great position. You know, every, obviously, you know, people are going to say, oh, well, this team's gotten better. You put this team in the playoffs, put that team in the playoffs. I mean, we've had all those teams, you know, I feel like beat on multiple occasions. And yeah. we, we lost games, you know, just due to, you know, just young mistakes at the end of the game, something that, you know, Luke's trying to, trying to fix up and, you know, we'll, we'll go through game situations where it's only, you know, two or three minutes on the clock and you got to make one in place. So, I mean, that was the difference in last year. Like, we, we're not going to sit here like, you know, we were losing games by 15, no. you know, to teams that we shouldn't have beaten. Yeah. But, I mean, there were games that, you know, we had beat to teams that we shouldn't have beaten. And, you know, just the, the experience played parts in it. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here like, you know, we're fighting for the AC or we're fighting for the 7th seed. You know, we're, we're fighting to, play, to win as many games as possible. And, you know, whatever that number we believe it'll be, you know, it, I feel like, you know, that'll give us a great chance to be in the, you know, upper echelon of the league. I mean, like I said, we're – there were a lot of games last year. We yeah. we could have ended easily with 44, 45 wins. Agreed. You know, easily. You know, we can name games off the t- like we. That's Four only five more. That's only five more games. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's only five more games. Even we can name five ends, games yeah. off the top of our head right yeah. now, and games that we forget about that, you know, yeah. we could have yeah. won. So, yeah. Um, I, obviously, it's gotten harder, but I'm not going to sit here and say, oh well, you know, just because the the uh, the conference has gotten harder, that will drop. Right. Because we've gotten better as well. Do you have a number in your head? I have a number in my head I, that, that I think. Um, I don't have a number in my head just because, I mean, like the, 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 the AC had, what, 46 wins last year? 48. 48, 47, something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, you know you got to be able to win that many games. So, Do you, do you break it down? Because many times, like, we always say with Vlade, we get to 54, we get to 20. That would be one of the things. I mean, we're not 50 yet, but in my opinion – I didn't give you my number, but my, <laughs> my number is pretty damn close. Um, to break the season down into bite-sized chunks. So if we say 48, 48 is 6 out of 10, mm-hmm. so that's 3 out of 5. So do you try to break it down? So Because otherwise, if, if it goes too long, it seems like sometimes you can get in a slump. Mm-hmm. But if you go, okay, here's a 5-game set or here's a 10-game yeah, set. Yeah, so um, that's kind of what we uh, Dave started doing last year, like they did it in Memphis. Uh, you break everything down into 5 games. Okay. So um, – I think you had to win. You're trying to win three out of five. Yep. It's like if you if you lose if you only win two. Yeah. Then you have to try to get an extra an extra one in the next five. Yes, sir. That's kind of what, we didn't do it the whole season. Um, I remember when we started that. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of the way that we broke it down. We haven't you know talked about anything like that yet this year. Right. But I mean that's something you know you kind of would try to look forward to. Points of emphasis coming into the season. Clearly, it's already we're seeing the travel issue. Yeah. Uh, travel oh goodness. in the NBA? Uh, yeah. But it's it, not even the travels that people complain about. It's I the, know, it's you're right. The, talking about it's the on fat, the catch. Yeah. Like, yeah. when people kind of move their pivot. That's not the travel that Man, I wish they would have been calling that about. for a long time. It's really hard to stay in front of people when you allow them to travel. I just want to put that out there. I would have liked, <laughs> liked to have seen you with the pre-hand check rules, like, really, like, being able to get all into somebody. I mean, now. Well, we got. Oh. We got to fix something. De'Aaron's breaking stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm All right, so, so like the points of emphasis are one thing, but uh, the league just came out today and said, look, we're done with this stuff from the fans. We're, we're tired of the racist comments, the <laughs> homophobic comments. It, it's coming. It's right now while you guys were at practice. Uh, um, I, what is the worst that you've seen? Like, 
think to be honest i i haven't i don't know uh i haven't heard anything like outlandish not me well see you grew up in a gym Uh, see so what's 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 normal for us when people are sitting at the court side it's like wow that's like if if somebody says something like disrespectful then i mean we've had guys that have checked somebody but like like i said i personally like didn't hear it i got you i don't know yeah. I don't know. There's nothing. There hasn't been anything crazy. Not you're locked in, though, right? So you're. I mean, I hear stuff. No, like, I try to. Obviously, I want to be locked in, but for myself, I try to stay conscious of what's going on. Yeah. Just because, um, I mean, it's so loud that you're trying to hear. Like, you're trying to hear something. You're yeah. trying to hear your teammate say something or or Luke say something. Like, there are times where guys are so locked in that you'll be yelling, and they don't hear anything. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I was just talking to, to Bob Byers, the, the defensive mm-hmm. coach, and I, I was saying many times when we were competing like that, it's loud, but I can hear him. Mm-hmm. I can hear Vlade saying, and he's talking to me. Do you try to, because that's one of the things as I see on defense, when you guys start talking a lot more, you're going to be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Do, do you do you try to talk more or do you try to depend on your back end like uh, Rashawn and Dedman? Could you understand what Vladi was saying? Because it's, I mean, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you're around it enough. Yeah, when you're around it, it's like accent. Plus, on top of that, he uses that for for you yeah. guys. I know exactly what he's saying. Yeah. No, but having a conversation on the court is different than watch out, watch out. You know, yeah. he's like, hey, man, watch, watch, here it comes, here it comes. But can you hear, can you audibly pick yeah, it up? Yeah, I, I can pick it up. Like, yeah. I, can, I can actually hear it. So, but with that. I can hear other things being said as well. True. So, um, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just try to be conscious of, I, obviously you hear the yelling, yeah. but you're trying to stay locked into where you can hear if someone are, is saying words. Yeah. So like if, if, you, if, if Luke's yelling something from the sideline, yeah. I'm able to hear it. Like, yeah. you'll kind of see me turn. It's like, like, you know, where you're watching little kids play and they're pressing and the coach is literally yelling, get back. And no back. one's getting back. back. It's like, right. they're so locked <laughs> so in and just right. playing that they don't hear anything. <laughs> yes. So that's kind of where I want to, I want to be able to hear if he if he's telling me something. That's beautiful. We're running out of time here. Uh, media relations over there, like TikTok, um, <laughs> and I get it, you know. Um, but one thing I I was at the the fan fest over the weekend, and it like I think people forget all the time how old you are. Uh, I think it's something that they just like they look at you as a basketball player. Yeah. I mean, I ride it every day. That's You're it. 21 years old. Yeah. You, you, oh, you. Oh, mo- oh, no. <laughs> you can grow something? Yeah. I, but you see, I, it? You see yeah, it coming yeah. in? <laughs> You're going to be like me. Nothing here, just a little here and a little That's there. If he goes like this, it all comes off. I want a little goatee. So you know. Be all right. Um, I don't want all of this. I, I be seeing people have to shave. and. Nah. Yeah. Joe, Joe had all the little shaving stuff on his shirt. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to have to shave. I'm good. Anyway, <laughs> I watched you come out on the court, and it's a different atmosphere because, you know, it's a fan fest, but first thing you did is you walked over to your mom and said hello. What is that? Well, first off, I didn't know she was going to be sitting there. Who, who the hell gave her a courtside ticket? Okay. Yeah. Um, She's mom. She I mean, I was just going out, and I saw her and just gave her a high five. Like, it's kind of just all the way Yeah, but you, you and her are close, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's... She so don't live here, though. Take her ass to Houston. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> He would be moving their parents. I'm like, I was like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom. I was like, yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all gotta stay a, over there. Yeah. But they come. They like my. Yeah, you see my parents a lot, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So whenever they come, they'll just stay with me. Come to the games, do all that. Uh, bring my son whenever they come. That's cool. And that's good. I mean, being a dad, is that is that changed you a little bit here? Oh yeah. I mean, I've enjoyed it. 
it hasn't been hard for me to take care of them when I have them. Yeah. So, I don't know, but you obviously... You Huh? You wiping poop? Man, that's terrible. <laughs> that is... Hey, that's horrible. That's terrible. That's Like, it, t- it smells so bad. <laughs> but, um, obviously, like, financially, I'm fine. I'm still yeah, able to take yeah, care yeah, of them. But yeah. it's, like, when I have them... And then he's growing to the stage where, like, like he was able to walk pretty pretty soon. Yeah. But now he's he, he knows real. what's going on. So, like, yeah. it's, I feel awesome, like now it's man. the – he's in his terrible twos now, but, I mean, it's, it's fun. I, I think it's been like fun. It. It's terrible when they can't walk. And, yeah. Uh, there's nothing you can do. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun until they're able to walk and all that. Don't, don't be the parent <laughs> with Grandpa <laughs> Doug over here. He's Grandpa. Yeah, I do. I got, I got a uh, little baby oh, at, at the house. It's awesome, man. I enjoy it, actually, because – you find out life is bigger than you. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's been, I've had fun with it, though. Okay. All right, well, hey, that's going to do it for this edition of uh, Purple Talk, you, the Purple it's Talk weird. podcast. Thanks for uh, for coming on. This is the initial, you know, our first run. Uh, but it's fun. We're going to do a lot more of these. Oh, Call of Duty come down. out on Wednesday. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Really? You're ready for Call of Duty? Wait, don't, hey, you, have I, a, don't, don't spray, you have a hey, game on Wednesday? Don't, don't sprain your thumb or nothing <laughs> stupid. Yo. Crazy. You the be Lionel all IR <laughs> with the sprain thumb, dude. Don't, come on, man. That's called the Lionel Simmons, <laughs> the on, Nintendo lit. thumb. He it's got Nintendo be, thumb. It's about to be lit. That's right. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week with another big guest. Uh, you know, we may even upstage De'Aaron. We're going to go big time. Uh-oh. Who the hell would that be? Who's <gasps> big time? Who, we're going to bring in someone big this weekend. But we Michael have Michael Jordan? Eh, no. <laughs> I like it. That guy Chris Brown is just here. That's it. We're we'll bringing Chris uh, Brown. There See? we go. There we go. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to the Purple Talk podcast, formerly known as the Kings Insider podcast on NBC Sports California, brought to you by Wendy's. If you haven't already, please hop on, give us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. And this season, Purple Talk is going on YouTube. We're going to have a whole new video component to this, and I think you're going to like it a lot. So tune in next week. Doug Christie will be back. We'll have a huge guest. Thanks for tuning in to the Purple Talk podcast.